Hello, welcome to another episode of the More Than Lucky podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Lear. Happy New Year. It is 2022. I cannot believe it, but I'm actually also excited. I'm also excited for today's episode, which is part two of my book review and my chat with my friend Jenny Castellanos about the book, The Universe Has Your Back, Transforming Fear into Faith by Gabrielle Bernstein. Jenny and I pick up the conversation with what the aha moment was when this all started to connect. So join me and listen to part two of my chat with Jenny about the universe has your back and be sure to send me a note and let me know what you think. I would love to hear if you've read the book and what stood out for you. And as you'll hear at the end of the podcast, in the month of January, anyone who shares this episode in their stories or even reviews the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I will buy one lucky winner a copy of the book. Anyways, I look forward to hearing from you. Be sure to send me a note and let me know what you think. You can reach me on Instagram at morethanlucky.podcast or shoot me an email at morethanluckypodcast at gmail.com. Anyways, let's get to it. Here is part two of my chat with Jenny about the universe has your back, transforming fear into faith. Enjoy! Reading the book and sort of reflecting, what did you feel maybe the first couple of times you listened to it? What was like an aha moment for you Mm -hmm. where it really clicked in? You're like, wow, this makes a lot of sense for me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think in the earlier chapters, like right from the get-go, uh, she's talking about um, <clears throat> some of her experiences as a young woman and what she's had to go through in order to get where she is. And she talks about, I think it's in chapter two, she talks about her friend who like doesn't have any luck in relationships you know, is constantly breaking up with men and she doesn't know what's going on. And, (laughs) and Gabby tells her, you know, it's, there may be nothing wrong with you. And there may may be nothing wrong with him. It's just, you're not meant to be together. And sometimes you just have to accept that you can't force a relationship. You can't force a person to be who they're not or, um, yeah, she that that really spoke to me. I mean, at the time I was in a I am in a very happy relationship. Um so I don't have to worry about that, but it did bring me back to the years where I was a single mom. You know, I was a single mom for 10 years and it really does feel like that sometimes. You know, you wonder when you have a breakup, you know, what was wrong with me? What 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 did I do wrong? And there's always looking for some sort of a an answer. And sometimes there is no answer other than to say, it just wasn't right. And there's something better for you out there. And there was Mm -hmm. without even looking, you know, it was right there around the corner. Yeah. And that concept that the universe has your back is like Mm -hmm. the answer to the self blame that it's the, I'm not good enough, or this was wrong, or I should have done this. Mm -hmm. But when you know that the universe has your back, you know that you're here, you're looking for the the highest good. 
That's and right. That, like, that's what she's talk constantly talking about, like allowing yourself to be open to what the highest good is and and ask for the highest good, yeah, right? To yeah. For it and to receive it. Um, but it also means that we have to let go of controlling what we believe that is. Mm -hmm. um, and that's like been a huge part of it for me is like letting go and being more open to what that looks like. Um, but also like being present in the moment to enjoy the journey, getting there and Mm -hmm. not waiting for things to happen for mm -hmm. feelings to be created, mm -hmm. uh, but really looking at how can I create those feelings in my life now while being on that journey to that next destination. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. She definitely uh, puts a lot of emphasis on the, uh, on the love, you know, doing things with love and seeing things with love. You know, it's so easy to go into, oh, you know, you're cranky because your day isn't going great. Or, you know, the Starbucks barista got your drink wrong and they called your name wrong. And so many little things that, you know, we can let get to us or we can take a moment and pause and think, okay, I got the wrong coffee. Let's, let's just take it back and be really nice about it. And, you know, do it from a place of love so that you're speaking to the person with the utmost care and compassion because, you know, they're working hard. You know, that person didn't mean to do this to you. You know, it wasn't like you're my victim and I'm going to hurt you. It's a coffee. You know what I mean? But some yeah. people really lose it in a Starbucks. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. You're victimized somehow or it's triggered. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people that just walk a lot around the world with a lot of anger and anger. What she talks about, it comes from fear. Mm -hmm. People have a lot of fear. And this is what she's trying to help people with this book with is how to navigate that fear, that fear of failure, that fear of loneliness, the fear of, uh, of making a, a, a horrible mistake. But guess what? She tells you. And, and sometimes it's almost like she's being this parent that maybe our parents didn't tell us these things, you know, maybe they didn't know. So there's this one person that has is giving you all these tools on how to deal with different situations by just looking inwards. So I like how she kind of like, she talks about the energy of love and how that energy of love can give you more compassion and forgiveness and helps us find more power within ourselves, especially when we feel lost, so that we can have that faith in the universe or even in ourselves. So I, I really felt, you know, that aha moment really, really early on in the book with that story. Yeah, the girl ended up finding somebody within months once she kind of got rid of that kind of mentality of like, I need to stop looking, you right. know, I need to stop questioning why me, you know, why isn't this happening? Well, all my friends are getting married, you know, and all my friends are having babies. Well, you know what? It's just not your time. You know, everybody has their moment. You know, my moment came very late in life, very early and very late. Mm -hmm. My kids have 20 years between them practically. So I'm on phase two of mommyhood, but that's my journey. You know, yeah. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I really like what she talks about, like thinking through the lens of love, thinking through the lens of fear and how we have that choice available to us where we can reframe situations. Mm-hmm. And I think when we are able to switch gears and we're able to consciously make that decision and like, wow, I'm coming to this with a lot of fear. I need, I need to frame this in love. But I think that's also a really critical part of, I mean, it's a whole other conversation, but I think it really makes me think about the importance of forgiveness and how that comes with the framing and the understanding of how you can love people mm-hmm. even in difficult situations. And mm-hmm. she gives an amazing example in the book about a gentleman who is having a really tough time with a boss um, and really prayed and asked to have the lens of love with this employer who is being so awful mm-hmm. um, and really and amazingly encountered um, a situation that was able to allow them to choose the love um, but it's just like we can ask for these things and we can receive it. But by asking for it, I think mm-hmm. it also tells the universe that we're ready for it. Um, and being ready for it is also a part of that journey. Mm-hmm. I think one of the other things I really like about Gabby and is that she's really relatable. Um, she's not this untouchable deity or someone that mm-hmm. seems um, unrelatable, but she comes to it with an addictions background. She lives soberly. Um, And I love listening to her podcast, Dear Gabby, because she's having conversations with her community members. They're calling in, they're asking the questions. And it's just so beautiful to hear her conversation with them and to hear her relate to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also to remind them that they're not alone in what their journey is, what they're struggling with, what what the fear is for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the other reason I really want to encourage people to check out her work and check out this book or she has a new book coming out this year as well um, because she is relatable. And I think that especially with that journey from addictions, um, there's something within that that so many of us relate to, um, but also just humanizes her. <laughs> And because, yeah. I mean, physically, she's also gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> but she's really one of those people that's gorgeous yeah. inside yeah. and out because of the work she's done in that journey. Yeah. You know, when I saw her, I, I lined up to kind of get her autograph on my book. And uh, I, I just said, thank you for your gift. You know, because it, it to me, I felt like it's a gift to be able to, like, speak that openly I mean, I personally, I, I like my privacy. So I only speak about my, my private personal things to people who are close to me. And I don't really like it, you know, going beyond that. And I think that's such a brave thing to be so open. Openness is, is brave to me. I, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I don't know if I, I will ever be there. Um, but yeah, I definitely admire the way she communicates, the way she holds her her own during her interactions with her followers and with her listeners and with her readers. Um, she encourages people to, uh, you know, lean on on others as well, which is really, really beautiful because, you know, I think a lot of us are taught, you know, be independent you have to stand on your own. But listen, I do see that there's a lot of people that, you know, have been taught this and 
there's such a thing as being too independent as well. And there is such a thing as, you know, having to reach out to your community and say, you know, I I need a hug. I need help. I need somebody to listen. I need just to talk. Sometimes that's something so simple, but it really does help others. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I, I really like that she encourages people, you know, to use others people love as an opportunity for growth, you know. Mm, that's interesting. I like that. Mm-hmm. Who do you think this book is for? Oh, Someone's wondering, is this for me? Should I read Oh, this is for the entire universe. I <laughs> <laughs> this book, it can, I think it, it can, it can speak to anybody. You know, we all have fears. Yes. And we are not perfect. And we can all use a guidance, a helping hand to help us deal with our pain, with past traumas, with our heavy, heavy emotions that sometimes, you know, everybody has them. You know, everybody goes through those heavy moments. And, you know, listen, we shouldn't be alone. You know, and I think that's why it's been so difficult for a lot of people during this pandemic time, right? Absolutely. A lot of isolation, especially in the elderly. I think this book is also for those who feel uncertain. Um, I oh, felt yeah. uncertain a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one of the moments that I had that was really affirming for me uh, was a moment I was having around a change I'm thinking about and I'm, I've been affirmed to work on in my life. And I think I was, I was reading her book one day and she was talking about signs or maybe I was listening to one of her podcasts and I just sort of felt in that moment, I'm like, I need to figure out what the sign is for me. Um, And so I just sort of thought, and I'm like, and the best thing to do with these moments is to listen to your intuition. What's the thing that pops into your head. And for me, a comforting sign I think be, even before I thought about what's a sign was always you two, the band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Larry Mullen Jr. Jr. I'm about it. Um, yeah. When their song comes on in the mall, I feel comforted when I'm in like <laughs> wherever I am hearing their music. Um, or even when I was younger, I'd get like super psyched if they were like doing an interview or whatever. And then I was just like, uh, I was like questioning myself about it. I'm like, yeah, but I like listening to you two a lot. Like that's a part of my regular playlist. Like what I even like notice, like, is that like going to stand out in the way this song needs to stand out as a message? And so I think it's like a couple of days later, I'm reading the universe has your back and I'm just sort of looking at the time. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to the end of this chapter. Um, I'm going to call it a, call it a night, go watch TV, whatever. And it'd been on my mind about this question, about this change I want to make in my life. But while all this was going on, uh, U2 has released the anniversary album for Akhtang Baby, one of my favorite albums. (laughs) Even before I knew I loved U2, I loved the song Mysterious Ways. I think it was on the Reality Bites soundtrack my sister had growing up. Um, and so I later, I'm like, oh, that's you too. Yeah, I've always liked them. 
So anyway, so I get to the end of this chapter and I've been wondering about this sign. I'm wondering if it's ridiculous to say that you two could be a sign when it's so present in my life. And the next chapter that I was ending on was the universe works in mysterious ways. And I read this and I just broke out in laughter. It was a beautiful, giddy laughter because I knew that. I'm like, you got me. You got me. (laughs) You know the secret. (laughs) This is really obvious. And it is my sign. This is comforting. It is affirming (laughs) to me. It propelled me forward Mm -hmm. into a decision that later got more affirmed later in the week. Um, and I'm so grateful to have that sense of confidence now where I entered into this with like such uncertainty. Um, but I, I took the leap. I followed the process. I made myself open to it. Um, and I had that magical moment. Um, I feel like Gabby has a phrase for that. I can't think of what it is right now. Um, the holy instant. The holy instant. Yeah, that was the holy. Yeah, instant. <laughs> the holy instant. My holy instant was was the tree. Absolutely, the lilac. And and it was very strange because the search for our house wasn't just my search. I I had to go by myself, and Neil was at work in Toronto, so I had to travel two hours to Guelph from Pickering, see the house, and I, I thought to myself. That's a sign, but it's so weird that the sign I didn't put I didn't put the intention out in the world. Neil did it. But I caught it. I caught it. And I got it. <laughs> and I'm so happy here because actually when we bought this house, the the idea was to live in it for 5 years and move. And we had plans to move to Waterloo to get closer to his work. Well, in the grand scheme of things, everything was telling us to stay, Mm. you know? And so we've just decided to just stay put. After making the difficult decision of like having to move again, we've just taken it back. You know, it's funny signs, how they work. It sounds like Mm -hmm. you're really confident in that decision too. I am. I am. Uh, We just... You know, at the time, I was looking for a very specific house. Uh, Like, I I had it in my head that I had to have, we had to have a detached. Like, you know, we were going from a townhouse to a detached. That was the expectation. But because of the seller's market, we were having to look at semis. So when we looked at the semi, it, it really, like, I wasn't happy that I was having to look at semis. Um, you know, in my head, it was like time to upgrade, but you know what? The universe had other plans for us. You know, our son is doing so well in school now. And that's one of the reasons why we don't want to move because he's so happy in his school and our community is, is great. The neighbors are fantastic. The kids, they're all in the same age group. They're all going to the same school. It's like a really wonderful area. So I really feel that, you know, that that book came into my life at a good time. And I was also looking for work and I manifested that job and I got the job I wanted. I applied for it once. I only applied for one job. (laughs) (laughs) I swear. (laughs) Yeah, I manifested that job. I said, oh, I like this. I applied for it and I said, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it because I'm the right person for the job. 
And I did. Wow, that's cool. So who knows? Maybe I'm just crazy. But honestly, I, d- I think there is something to it. You know, <laughs> there has to be because it's it, it's too much of a coincidence to ask for help and to receive it and to receive it from the universe, not from anybody else, not from a physical being, but from circumstance. Circumstance of the universe and our creator. Yeah, that's right. Beautiful. Whoever that creator may be. Right. Mm-hmm. But there is something that does help propel us in our lives. So I just love that she's, you know, pointing out what ways, what direction to take to be happy. And she she actually says in the book that, you know, we are meant to be happy. Like, I had never thought about that. I had never thought about that, you know. I've, I was always taught that everybody has problems. <laughs> everybody has problems. That's right. Everybody has problems. But you don't have to carry those problems with you. And there's a lot of people that do that, me included. I have done it in the past. So when I read this book, it really kind of made me think about all those times in the past, how I reacted and how others reacted to me and, you know, how my decisions, you know, affected me, affected others, just so many things. It, there's just so many layers and depths to this book. Yeah. Um, so the work that she's asking us to do is really just to journal and to keep working on yourself, you know, and you don't have to be perfect about it. Yeah. You just have to try. Yeah. Um, and you I know, that's really reflects back a lot to what I was talking about in the episode about accountability and Mm-hmm. Just taking ownership of ourselves, um, but also mm-hmm. like owning that we have choices to make for ourselves in life, and they're available to us. That's right. Choice, yeah, that's right. The universe does have our back, doesn't it, Jenny? It does. It yeah. does. Look, it kept us all together. <laughs> you, me, and Erica. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who'd have thought? I know. Who'd have thought? I'm all so these glad. years later, that's so wonderful that we have this wonderful friendship, Absolutely. and. uh and we've had a couple of uh, annual traditions, <laughs> our camping traditions, and our well, we we're going to start a new one. Well, I think our it, Boxing Day game day. Expected you moving to Guelph, I think, has actually like brought us closer, hasn't it? It has, but actually, especially when Erica moved here, so that kind of rounded everything out. Yeah. <laughs> We talk and chill on our own. We hang out all together. Yeah, yeah. It's all good, baby. Christine can come join us too. It's beautiful. That's right. Oh, Christine has a Natasha. Yeah. Natasha. Yeah. We do miss Natasha. Maybe one day we'll get out to, where is she, Halifax or St. John's? Halifax. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll get out to Halifax one of these that would be certainly good in the summer. That would be fun. Yeah. Maybe you can make it a girl's trip. Sounds good. Yeah. Something well, to aim for. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank- this has been so fun to chat about this book with you. If people want to connect with you or find you online, are they allowed to or and how can they do? Oh, sure. Um, you know, the best way I think is probably LinkedIn or my Instagram. Uh, C Gen C S E E J E N C. So that's my Instagram. Uh, and my LinkedIn is just my full, my full name. 
Jenny Castellanos, yes, <laughs> that's right. Amazing. Thank you, Jenny. Well, um, thank you for having me, Stephanie. I'm so proud of you with the work that you've done. And I am a, a very loyal listener from day one. <laughs> I really appreciate that. If you're looking to connect with the More Than Lucky podcast, um, if you enjoyed this episode, the best thing you can do for me is to share it. Um, tell your friends and family. Apparently, you can re leave reviews on um, iTunes. I should look and see if I have some. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at morethanlucky.podcast. Um, you can shoot me an email. Um, it won't be my first email because I did get it. <laughs> you can reach me at morethanluckypodcast at gmail.com. And you know what? I'm going to throw this out there um, for anybody who... Uh, hasn't been a guest on the podcast. Um, so that I'm just trying to rule out my closest friends and family here. <laughs> but for anyone who shares this episode on Instagram and tags me in it, um, let me know. And I'm going to buy the book for someone. Um, I'll do a draw. I'll, I'll watch for a few weeks. Um, see who shares the episode. Um, tags more than lucky podcast on Instagram. Um, and I'll buy you the book because I love it so much. Um, so thank awesome. you so much for coming today, Jenny. I hope you'll come back again soon. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Maybe for another Gabby Bernstein book. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. She has a new one called Happy Days coming up. Happy here. Days. Have you read uh, Judgment Detox? No. That's oh, that one's juicy. That one's really juicy. <laughs> Let's read it. I like the way you talk about it. Juicy it. It is juicy because who hasn't had moments of judgment, right? We're human. Especially judging ourselves. Exactly. Absolutely. All right. There's such a big conversation to be had. We'll be back with judgment. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. And thanks for coming, Jenny. Bye. Thank you for having me, Steph. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.